podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We are live. Welcome to The Drop Shot, episode six. I am Casey, a.k.a. Rasanon. I'm here with my good friend, Tanner. Say hello to everyone, Tanner. What up, everybody? Hello. And Tanner is joining joining hey. us now for the first time with his webcam set up. So if it's... you happen to be watching, or excuse me, listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, etc., first of all, I want to say thank you. Second of all, I want to say rate the fucking podcast. <laughs> and third of all, I want to say you're missing out on mine and Tanner's beautiful faces. So if you wanted to see the video version, we've got graphics, links, Twitch chat, etc. Make sure you follow me at twitch.tv slash Razanon so you can watch the podcast live. Viewer interaction is super high. And if you can't make those, then you can always find me on YouTube, R-A-Z-I-N-O-N. And I have a playlist of all the podcast episodes at your fingertips for your convenience. Now, we are going to get started. We've got not too too much to go over today but we have a lot to go over in terms of analysis so without further ado let's fucking get started a blaze jumpers aka cheese dick thanks for the one viewer host so you hosted me with yourself (laughs) it's uh i appreciate the symbolic gesture uh cheese i'm excited to have you back we're gonna be uh, we're God, gonna be fragging out after uh, the pod. So if you want to play some ground war with us, then uh, stick around. So hell fucking yeah, brother! All right, so let's get into it. Number one, section one, recent patches. On the 18th, which was four days ago, there was a playlist update. Uh, let's see what we have here: a CDL ad. That's fantastic. So iDub has released a playlist update, uh, refresh to the playlist and store bundle. So some new shit in the store. They took out double weapon XP. There's the 1v1 Rust playlist. There is the Rust shipment 24-7 playlist. Reinforced night vision goggles. And we got Tavorsk District back in Ground War. So none of this is particularly exciting to me. I was excited about Rust coming back to the game, but as it turns out, much to my chagrin, uh, Rust plays incredibly poorly in Modern Warfare for two reasons principally. Number one, the spawns are awful, even by Call of Duty standards. And number two, all of the dust particle little graphics that they've had, while maybe impressive at an NVIDIA conference, do not facilitate a good gaming experience whatsoever. So the visibility problems that are endemic to all of the maps in Modern Warfare are exacerbated immensely by all of the dust in the map Rust. So I hate the map. So this playlist just pisses me off because it's polluting the Shipment playlist. Because I really like Shipment, actually, despite its spawn problems. For one reason being... uh. 
you can actually see people, which is always fun in a first person shooter game that requires you to see people to shoot them. So other than that, 1v1 Rust seems silly. Uh, it would be fun for customs and shit, but you could do that without a playlist anyway. Uh, I still don't know what Reinforce is, Tanner. Do you know what that is? Uh, I've got no fucking clue. Wasn't that the one where it dropped care packages or no? That might be it. And then they added night vision goggles. I'm very curious to see what the stats are on these night vision goggle playlists. Like how many people actually play it. Because I never hear anyone ever talking about the night vision goggles. Like playlist mode, whatever. Yeah. So let's uh, let's take 10v10 Dom out of the game and put all these fucking dumb nvg playlist and let's Absolutely. do that yeah that's yeah, a thanks that, joe that's some <laughs> thanks joe seacott that's a that's a typical fucking infinity ward big brain play for sure so uh we've got a couple things in the chat here let me catch up it's 420 time hell yeah uh so yes this is the tanner that you played bo4 with when i was on Absolutely. And now we're Modern Warfare gods. Okay. You'll figure it out, Cheese. Kim says, oh, that's what NVG stands for. You didn't know. Now you fucking do. It's kind of, I don't know. In theory, it's a cool mode, right? But in practice, it's not that cool. Just like the dust particles on Rust. Like, oh, in theory, it looks cool and it feels immersive. But hey, I'm not playing fucking Skyrim. I'm not here for immersion. I'm here to clearly see enemies so that I can play the first-person shooter game that I bought. So, keep that in mind. Exactly. Exactly. 61 kills, stabbing people. Yeah, if you're going to use a knife, Shipman is probably the best possible map you're going to get. All right. So, anyways, let's move on here. Uh, Tavorsk District, back into Ground War. I did mention this. I don't like this map, but I just think it's because I haven't played it enough. So, I used to like it, but the more I've played Anaya, I just like that better. It's only fun for camping on the top of buildings and shooting people, but you can't get big streaks. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. And I think we're going to get into this a little more at the end of the podcast, but I think one of the big reasons that you and I like Anaya so much, you you made this point last night, which is an excellent point. It's because there's no fucking ATVs or IAVs or whatever acronym it's called, the tank that shoots me and requires no skill. There's none of those in Anaya. So that makes it a much better experience for, again, let me reiterate, playing once more a first-person shooter game. Not fucking army of tanks or whatever the fuck that free to play game is called. Yeah, so. you can't even call it an IAV when you you can only use a Wilson, so that's good. That's big interesting. Fan. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that, so for sure. All right. And then there's some new shit in the shop. We're not covering that. Go look in the shop if you want to waste your it's money. Good stuff. Yeah, if you like wasting your money. Yeah, and then additionally, double weapon XP was activated on February twentieth. A seminal day in history, for those of you who don't know. February 20th, in 1992, there was was a landmark event called the birth 
of twitch.tv slash Razanon, and I will show my birth certificate in the next stream. That's what it says. So keep that in mind. Asked, so, yeah. yeah, well, you'll figure it out. So how about that? Okay. Anyways, and so that's pretty much it for this uh, this little playlist update. Small update. There was another small update the following day on the 19th, which was three days ago. I need to get Adblocker on Firefox. Let me add this real quick to my thing. Hold on one second. Let's see. Add Adblocker to Firefox. I apologize for all the listeners. But I'm going to just improve your experience going forward. Iconic Birth says Kimberly absolutely. So, minor update with some bug fixes. So, fix for the regiment tags not appearing as intended. This is good. Number one, they made the tags uh, work. So, it wasn't like numbers instead of letters if your clan tag was letters for the regiment thing. And they also took out the colored nameplate thing. So that's really big because that was game breaking and I'm actually surprised they fixed it this quickly. I think it was like four or five days it took them to fix it. So good for them. They... It was entirely too long. Yeah. yeah, it's not great. It should have been like a one megabyte patch to just, hey, take out the colors. Yeah. So. Additionally, some people were getting an error in the gunfight tournament. Uh, they fixed that error. Tanner and I never got this, so my suspicion is that this was probably a console-specific or uh, primarily a console issue. We also won the gunfight tournament. That could be why. We did win the gunfight tournament. We <coughs> had the Riptide skin on our MP7s, along with all the other rewards, because we're absolute fucking demons on the keys. So, Also, keep it on the record twice two times in a row the last two tournaments the only two gunfight tournaments we've only had to play them one time and we've won them both times that's crazy absolutely huh? that's true that is not fake news if you go into my past broadcasts first of all don't and second of all you'll find the evidence that we tried once instantly six one six one six three six one so keep that in mind so yeah anyways. Um, we don't we don't lose we never miss we okay yikes on that last line but <laughs> that was a pop culture reference for you young zoomers out there listening yeah, right zoomers. what song is that doesn't matter don't answer that kim says my b day is 420 that's fantastic that's a that's a historical day you know who else's birthday was on 420 google it i'm not gonna ruin yeah, your day that's messed up kim yeah how dare so, you yeah well I broke my phone and it doesn't charge with the cable. So I got my wireless charger as a stand to be part of the stream. <laughs> That's awesome. Got to make do. MacGyver it, Kim. I like That's a hell yeah. That's a hell yeah, sister. All right. So fix for a bug where numbers on the team roster don't care about Codcaster. So uh, Point don't give Man. Don't a fuck. Yeah, absolutely not. Point Man fix for an issue where kill chain scores were being given for kill streak kills without having kill chain equipped. That's interesting. So if you equip Point Man and Kill Chain, huh, the Kill Chain kills. Interesting. Interesting. So apparently if you're using Point Man, but you're not using Kill Chain, and then your VTOL gets a kill and you get 25 points for it, 
those 25 points are not going to count toward your next streak, even though you're using point man. That's what I've gathered from this patch note. Oh, yeah, I think you're of, right. That's weird, though, isn't it? Yeah. I feel like the point of lowering... I feel like the purpose of lowering the number of points you get for a kill streak kill is so that you can use point man and still have your VTOL benefit you and drive you towards your next streak without being overpowered. Like, I feel like you don't, you shouldn't need kill chain for your points to contribute to your next kill streak with point man. That's kind of strange. Hmm. super strange but anyway we haven't used point man really so i don't know i haven't used point man in i think i used it like in the first month of the game we tried it out since then i haven't touched it yeah we've been using specialist but we're gonna get into that too yeah and then lastly they fixed the cdl gunsmith exploit okay so that's that so that's pretty much it for patches there really hasn't been much uh changed as far as the game goes since the last pod uh so next up we're going to get into some news and upcoming changes got a little more to talk about here so first we're going to go over a community update this was posted yesterday and we have a couple things so they added the playlist some patches. So they've announced that next week we've got 3v3 snipers on Rust, which is actually already in the game. Right? Oh, no. no. So right now, there. so currently there's a 3v3 gunfight snipers only. Apparently they're adding 3v3 snipers on Rust. So the difference between those is that this will be just as if it was team deathmatch instead of six people on each team though it's only three so respawns are going to be normal there's going to be kill streaks i'm assuming you can customize your sniper it's just going to be limited to snipers only and if the 3v3 sniper gunfight playlist was any indication you're also going to be allowed to use marksman rifles in this playlist in all likelihood so if you're a big car, Mark II, or God forbid, EBR gamer, you can uh, jump into that with those guns, I would assume. Yeah, imagine being an EBR gamer, though. Yeah, in a sniper playlist, if you use an EBR, you're a piece of shit. So, yeah, fuck yourself. So, so keep that in mind. Uh, additionally, infantry ground war. This I'm extremely excited about. And this is hearkening back to my earlier point about Tanner and I enjoying Anaya Palace most in Ground War because there's no APCs, IAVs, and other tanks. If you can have an infantry Ground War playlist where you can still have 64 players in a lobby on a really big map, but without any tanks, that's fantastic as far as I'm concerned because those don't contribute to anyone's fun. They're not Call of Duty. I'm going to go play Battlefield if I want to get and sit in a tank and LARP like I'm uh, storming Normandy or whatever <laughs> the fuck those kids do. So, uh, and yes, a crossbow will count, cheese. That's a good question for the 3v3 sniper playlist, although crossbow is terrible. So, 
It's actually yeah, probably a pretty good way to level a crossbow, though, because you don't have to worry about getting your ass fucked by, like, an MP5 every two seconds, you know? Yeah, but you can't peek anything, or you'll lose every... If somebody sees you, you're dead. Yeah, but some kids are trashed with snipers, and they'll miss a lot. I would. Yeah, ha- like cheese. Would... Wow. Oh, yeah, cheese is a sniper demon. Yeah, I forgot about that. All right, so, anyway... Uh, so infantry ground war, great. And then we're also adding a new map, Bazaar, into rotation. That's not a throwback map, right? I thought Bazaar was like a gunfight map or something, wasn't I it? I did too. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I'm almost positive. But it says they're adding a new map, so I don't think it is. I think it was probably announced with the season two announcement. I have so it we conflated up. them. Okay. New gunfight maps, bizarre. New Weird. Mul- the new multiplayer map is called oh. Candlemore Hideout. So th- when they say new map, they probably mean they're adding that into the gunfight rotation. That's probably what that yeah. means. So, so okay. they baited the fuck out of us. Uh, yeah, we got baited hard. Like how I baited you earlier. So. Okay, and then uh, we'll be turning on double XP starting Friday. So as of now, we've got some more double XP. So that's, or no, 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 this Friday, probably the 28th. Yeah, so probably the 28th. So keep that in mind. Yes, the 28th, yep. All right, so I need to blow my nose. Tanner, go ahead and take this next one. Activision Files DMCA. Well, I got to open it up. Okay, so basically, Activision... Oh, fuck me. There we go. Activision issued a subpoena against Reddit to identify somebody who was posting about Warzone. So somebody was leaking pictures, other info about Warzone. Activision really didn't like that. They're trying to figure out who it is. And basically, they're pissed. It was filed in a California court on Valentine's Day, it says. Um, Reddit user posted about he found an image online. He's not sure what it was. That's what they all say. Yeah. yeah and uh, Activision is not happy, needless to say. Yeah. They are not happy. Needless to say, they are not thrilled about it. So I included this in the podcast because there are a lot of implications here that I find interesting. Uh, so number one is it's going to be hard. I don't know if Activision with this subpoena request is trying to say that they are holding Reddit responsible for publishing leaked images. Because when you look at social media websites, when you look at websites in general, actually, there are two categories into which a website can fall. So let's say I run the New York Times, the website. Okay. The New York Times is a publisher. So what that means is everyone who works at the New York Times is held accountable for what they say. So if they post something that is illegal, uh, breaking an NDA, um, classifying or publishing, like, whatever, 
company secrets, government secrets. That means the victim of that dissemination can sue the New York Times and hold them accountable for releasing information that should not have been released. So that's a publisher. The second category is a platform. So a platform would be something like YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Reddit. And what a platform is, is we don't hire people. We just let the rabble, whoever the fuck, post on our website. So Reddit, so we as Reddit cannot be held responsible when some Yahoo posts something on our website that is illegal or supposed to be secret because Reddit as a platform is not vetting all of the content that gets released on their website. So what I find interesting about this DMCA is when Activision does this subpoena request, is it only to get the identity of the individual so that they can pursue further legal action on an individual basis or are they also trying to implicate Reddit as a platform and are they going to challenge their platform status or more broadly the status of platform in general I think it's the first thing I think they're just telling telling Reddit hey look give us the information of this guy who posted this on your platform so that we can go after him I'm curious if Reddit's going to comply. I'm curious if they're legally obligated to comply. If That's what I'm wondering. If they're not obligated to comply, I'm curious if they will comply anyway. What do you think is the future of this request? Do you think they are legally obligated? Is there something that a Reddit user agrees to in the terms and conditions that no one ever reads when they create a Reddit account that says, by the way, if some third party subpoenas us for your personal information, we're going to give it to them. Like, do you think that's in the terms and conditions? You obviously know way more about this type of stuff than I do, but I thought if they issued a subpoena that Reddit had no choice but to provide that information. That's not the case. Not necessarily. No. Okay. Because I figured they were they were forced to essentially. No, because I mean, look, I could subpoena you to say, "Give me all the naked pictures of your wife that are on your phone," just as one citizen to another. <laughs> okay. You're obviously not legally obligated to do that. And if and if this and if if you denied my subpoena request for naked pictures of your wife, and then I said. No, you're legally obligated. I'm taking this to court. And then I sued you. The court would say, no, he doesn't have to comply with this subpoena request. So yeah. in this case, Reddit could say, fuck off, Activision. We're not giving you this guy's identity. And then Activision could say, you're legally obligated to. I'm taking you to court now, Reddit, because I think you're legally obligated to. But Reddit doesn't think that they're legally obligated to. And then there's a court battle. Okay. Here's what I think. Number one, I don't think Reddit will provide that information. 
And number two, I don't think Activision actually thinks they're going to get anything out of this. I think they're just trying to set an example and scare people out of posting any more info online about it. I don't think they're... If they actually follow through with something like that, they're pieces of dog shit, essentially. Like, fuck you, Activision, for that. Yeah. I don't think they will. They're just they're, they're just trying to flex, essentially. This is for sure a deterrent measure. So Activision is trying to string this guy up and say, look, fucking gaming revolution, I'm talking to you, it says Activision. Stop leaking our shit, or we're gonna pursue legal action against you with our corporate attorneys and we're going to fuck your ass. And they definitely could. I mean, they're a huge AAA company. So if they bring all their weight down legally on some 16-year-old kid who posts some picture he saw on 4chan to Reddit. Online. And then, yeah, exactly. And then he gets sued. It's like, okay, well, I'm not going to fucking do that again. And then that would serve as a deterrent for other people. I don't know what is going to happen with this. Uh, my guess is that Reddit will. Dude, I don't know. I don't. I honestly have no idea. I couldn't. I couldn't give you a guess. Uh, I'm trying to think. What I'm most curious about is let's say Reddit does comply with the subpoena. They give the identity of this Assyrian or whatever his handle is to Activision. And then Activision finds out that in all likelihood, this is some 17 year old kid who accidentally glitched into the Warzone menu and then posted a screenshot on the internet. Are they really going to fucking sue this kid? You I, know? You wouldn't think. I would hope not. I would hope not, too, but what's the point of the subpoena if they're not going to do it? Just right. to scare people, I guess. I guess. So Kim says, with a subpoena, you generally have to comply or counter. Example, if someone steals $25, breaks their legs, break their legs and set an example, or the next person gets $50 and then a million. But if you break legs, who's going to want to steal from you? Activision is trying to break legs. Yeah, it's a deterrent measure for sure. But I'm, but exactly. So to continue your analogy, Kim, let's say they comply with the subpoena. Activision gets the identity of this Reddit user. What are they going to do? Are they going to break his legs? Are they going to go to his house and tell him, hey, we're going to break your legs if you post another. Okay. All right. Sorry about that. Twitch chat, technical difficulties, but, uh, when we disconnected, uh, there were we were going over this DMCA subpoena thing. So I've been looking at this article a little more. Oh yeah. Hey, smiley, smiley face, go with the one hundred bitties, dude. Thank you, smiley. Welcome to episode six of the Drop Shot. You're here just in time because we just came back. I had to reset my internet. I was experiencing some technical network difficulty issues, but we're all back. And now you can see uh, <laughs> Tanner's beautiful face. So, like uh, Smiley's just picks a weapon. <laughs> yeah, picked a weapon HDR. Just okay. Shit on. All right, Smiley. I'll I'll uh, I'll do the HDR. Okay, for sure, dude. No sidearm. All right. All right, brother. We could do that. I don't know if no sidearm is a is a, is 
uh, you'll figure it out possible but all right anyway all right so let's keep going over this so according to this article activision is seeking the information from reddit to then pursue legal action against the guy so we'll see what legal action means but i think we've gone into this sufficiently so anything else to add tanner no they're just flexing okay <laughs> okay we'll go with that so let's see uh and then here is some more rumored information on the call of duty warzone so warzone in cod refers to um the battle royale it's in all likelihood going to be a battle royale so they are saying it's going to release now in early March because the rumors initially were that it was going to come out on Tuesday. The I think it was the 11th was the initial rumor. It was the 18th. It was the 18th. That's what I said. Um, yeah, that it was, <laughs> it was going to come out. But uh, it hasn't come out yet. And so now there are rumors that it's going to be releasing in early March, which is at the time of recording this anywhere between you know two weeks from now to three weeks from now so there's some gaming website vgc news they said that they are speaking to development sources and that they are going to have and that those dev sources said warzone is going to release in early march soon super soon which makes sense because if you're going to make a battle royale and you're going to release it within the game platform of the one year life cycle game that's currently out that's already been out for like three months you want to get that shit out quick so that you can get some some uh some time on the life cycle this is what's interesting to me about the battle royale thing like they developed blackout to only last for a year and it seems like a battle royale would take would take more development time than like an, a first person shooter, but I guess it wouldn't. I don't know. It's weird to me. Like they do have three development teams so they can spread out three different battle royales that way. But it's still, but then you're still asking each development team to design a complete first person shooter game like Call of Duty and a campaign and maybe zombies and now the battle royale you know yeah it's a lot, lot of shit to develop it's a lot yeah. to ask but that's probably why <sighs> this game is so fucking buggy because hey you're putting too much on <clears throat> the plate of your developers but anyway uh the article says specifically it's going to be released around tuesday the 10th i think it would definitely be a tuesday uh so the third or the 10th are probably good bets uh, the 10th is probably the safer bet because it's a more like the 10th away. or the 17th. Yeah. 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 So keep that in mind. Um, let's see what else we have here. Um, and this rumor seems pretty strong because it sounds like from what I've heard, there are multiple different sources converging on this same date. So not only this website, but like other leakers or people that have talked to like different devs or whatever they've all basically converged on this early march timeline so i think it's super fucking likely that we're going to see warzone in early march and i would go so far as to say it's virtually confirmed it's yeah because especially they wouldn't release 
the files for it into the season two patch and go so far as to add a classified section in the main menu if they weren't going to release it very soon after. So for all you Battle Royale fans out there, get excited, get hyped. Only a couple more weeks, brothers and sisters. We're going to have a Call of Duty Battle Royale again very soon. So keep that in mind. The, uh, the sources also say, in case anyone's wondering, I hadn't thought of this, but this is good news. The mode will be instantly unlocked for Modern Warfare owners. So if you don't have Modern Warfare right now and you're looking to get into it, specifically for the Battle Royale, I would not expect this to be free to play. As, I, as we talked about last episode, I would expect it to be only available to owners of Modern Warfare. With that said, it is probably possible that you can buy only the Battle Royale for less than $60. So maybe you spend 20, 30 bucks and you get the Battle Royale. I would hope that would bring a lot more players in. It would bring a lot more players in, for sure. And that's how Black Ops 4 worked. You could buy only, like, zombie... You could buy, like, only multiplayer, I know that, for, like, 30 bucks or 40 bucks. And then you could also buy, like, the complete game for the 60. And I had opted to buy only multiplayer because, obviously, so. <laughs> yeah. So that might be the case here, too, which is interesting, for sure. So, uh... And then that's pretty much it for upcoming stuff. Uh, did you hear anything beyond this stuff, Tanner? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, Warzone's for sure coming out. It's all but confirmed. Um, I did like something earlier on Twitter, some sort of news. What was it? Well, Tanner liked something on Twitter. So let's go deeply into that topic. What did you like on Twitter? Hey, oh, it was just the it was just about them filing the subpoena against um, the Reddit user. Oh, this uh, the subpoena. Okay, for sure. Yeah, for sure. that's it. Kimberly says, "I am totally battle royal ready." To be honest, I like those game types. Hell yeah, Kim. Uh, Royale has an e at the end, by the way. <laughs> figure it out. So, so keep that in mind. All right. Uh, so other than that, uh. General game commentary, IRL slash MISC, the last, final, most free-flowing, off-the-cuff, expansionary. I'm at a loss for words here. But anyways, uh, it was my birthday two days ago. So if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Stitcher, go to the iTunes store and rate this podcast, The Drop Shot, Five stars for my birthday. That's my birthday present. And if you want to be my best friend in the world, instead for my birthday, you can write a glowing review on iTunes in addition to your five-star rating. That's what I want for my birthday. So you keep don't want that cash money? I don't, don't want, want cash money. I'll okay. take cash money. Okay? okay? I'll take it. But that's asking too much. All I want you to do is rate the podcast... Give me five stars. Here's how this fucking business model works, okay? You make me famous. You make me... You plaster my face all around the fucking internet, right? And you don't pay a dime for that. And then advertisers see that I'm getting all these eyeballs 
And then I make them pay me because you did your part. And now you've spent no money. I've spent no money. And I'm rich, dude. That's how this works. Okay, okay. so I don't want you to give me money, Tanner, to answer your fucking okay. question. I okay. want you to rate the podcast. And I okay. really don't feel like that's too much to ask. As a beautiful birthday present for me. I turned 28 years old. Entirely uneventful. So make it a little more eventful for me and write a glowing review on the iTunes store. So keep that in mind. That's pretty simple to do. Just do it. Just do it, forehead. So Let's do it. In addition to that, this is basically the last thing I wanted to go over. Uh, Tanner and I both got a nuke in this game, right? And uh, we got it before Season 2. And in season two, they added a calling card for everyone who got a nuclear. Now, did they retroactively give this calling card to players who had called in a nuclear before season two launched? Did they, Tanner? No. Absolutely fucking not, they did. Absolutely fucking not, they did not. And unfortunately, the only thing Tanner and I had played for three months was 10v10 domination so we knew those maps well we liked them we're big fans of domination we had the rhythm the cadence the flow the timeline everything was just down pat and we were ready to just continue dropping nukes like it's war in the pacific in the 1940s, right? That's what we were ready to do. But unfortunately, they took out the playlist. So now Tanner and I have been playing Ground War nonstop to try and learn those maps because we don't really know them fucking at all because we didn't play any Ground War because Domination 10s is better, right? So now we've been playing Ground War, trying to learn it so that we can drop a nuke in Ground War. And we had a very productive, but not at all productive, session last night. Uh, how did last night go from your perspective, Tanner? Okay. First off, the only map worth attempting a nuke on is Anaya Palace. If you get any other map, back the fuck out. Um, it went well. It started... Uh, didn't start the greatest. We were getting like mid-15s. 20s and then it got higher and higher we kept playing smarter yeah consecutives yeah i mean it was like every every single game we played on anaya one of us got at least an 18 every time yeah every time it was we just couldn't get those last few i think i ended up what did i get on the last one 27 28 i think you said 27 yeah i think it was 27 i really wish i had been streaming because it was it was hype it was hype dude i was like (laughs) Dude, we were in this building on Anaya. Uh, so if you imagine you're at the e-spawn and then you leave like so you're at the e-spawn and then as you run out there's the first road, okay? So imagine you're running out of the e-spawn, you're on the road, you go left, and then the first building on your left as you go toward A, the opposite spawn, that building, it's two stories. Uh not really much else if you keep going toward A from that building and you stay on that left side, uh, then there's that big ravine that goes way down. That's where we were 
for like probably what four minutes oh yeah at least and four minutes doesn't sound like a lot of time uh in your day-to-day life but when you're getting nazi zombies just non-stop kids flowing in at you Four minutes is a long fucking time. And I was telling Tanner, because we kept getting close to nukes and then just being overrun because kids would watch kill cams, get mad, and try and kill us. I was like, dude, next time we get relatively high, we need to go to a different spot so we don't get overrun. So we're at this building. Tanner's on like a 20, around 20 kills. And I'm like, dude, we need to get the fuck out of this building. And he's like, okay, okay, okay. So we try to leave for four minutes straight, and we just can't. It's too hot. So kids just keep running at us. There's some guy sniping from over here. Some guy's charging with a fucking 725. There's another dude parachuting in upstairs. That's not possible on Anaya, but I'm adding it for (laughs) dramatic effect uh, with an MP7. And they just keep flowing in at us, and we keep trying to kill people. And we're doing it like we're killing them on the building. And I'm just like, we have to go. We have to go. And he's like, dude, we're not safe. We're not safe. So Tanner's at like 27 kills now after this flood of enemies. He's upstairs. I think you accidentally fell off the roof and then you were just wide in the open. And then you just got lasered by like eight people that had been trying to kill us this whole time. Yeah, well, I meant to jump off, but I jumped off further than I thought. I know how when you hit the ground, you can't move immediately. It's like you're hitting the ground. You kind of take a little bit of damage, and you like you can't move for half a second or yeah. less. Uh-huh. That's what happened. I hit the ground. I had my sights up. I was aiming at the guy, and I think he was sniping, I want to say. He came around the corner with the AR and just killed me. It was the saddest moment of my life. It was crazy, though, when you kept dying because you were peeking and trying to kill the guys up top, and they kept jumping down. Dude, at one point, <laughs> Dude, I like yeah. got like a 1v3 or a 1v4 waiting for you to spawn it because you couldn't spawn it because you, you were in uh, combat. Yeah, it was, I was like, oh, fuck. They just kept jumping down, coming around the corner. Yeah, I got to claim more kill. Because we were both uh, – fa- so we were at that building that's really close to E. We were both facing E and like looking because that's where they were all coming from. So I would spawn on him. And I would start backpedaling toward A while still facing the building he's he's in, or more like behind. And then I would just be like, dude, there's a guy up top. And some dude up top would jump off and start just like shooting randomly at me and Tanner. So I would like start shooting him. I would die, but the guy would be weak. And then Tanner would finish him off because he's like behind the building, like in the corner and then he kills him and that happened like three times someone jumped from up top came down i would shoot him in panic you'd be able to finish him you'd get out of combat i'd spawn in it was crazy but i was so mad when you didn't get it i was like dude we should have fucking left earlier it was tragic it was tragic. i mean hindsight you know hindsight you know is different but i feel like they would have killed us running away like i don't know i don't think we would have there's too much we would have had to run like probably 50 or 60 feet out of cover before there was even a little car so we would have had one tiny car as cover then we would have been pinned down i think if we had backpedaled away from the building while we kept the building between us and the e-spawn i think that would have been enough cover maybe i don't know 
It's just like that happened to us so many times, not in that building, but like when we were camping even closer to their spawn in that E building, like there was another time, like it was me and you and our teammates and a ton of enemies and we kept killing them. I think you got again into the twenties and then it was just me and you, our teammates were gone, but there were very few enemies. And then we had the explicit conversation. I was like, all right, dude, should we leave? And then we both decided, no, there's not that many guys here. Let me just stay here because this is a good spot. And it is a good spot, that building. Fast forward 45 seconds. <laughs> and they all just decided to spawn there, bro. It was like actually like 8 to 12 people. I'm not kidding. Just spawned and it was still just me and him. Because you can spawn there, so that can happen. Out of nowhere, they can just all be there. And then we just got fucking overrun. There's dudes, like, launching RPGs, throwing Molotovs, and then guys from behind, like, towards C, were shooting back. And then Tanner ended up dying to some guy with a, a, with a PKM FMJ perk, which yep. no one fucking uses. And he gets wall-banged through, like, a two-foot wall and dies. Because there Every was just so many people. Every bullet went straight through the wall and hit me. Yeah. yeah, there's so many people. It was such a mess, so... Uh, today, though, we're going to continue the Anaya Palace nuke grind. We're going to get our calling cards tonight on stream, both of us. Uh, and I'm very much looking forward to it. Okay. So, you have anything else to add, Tanner? Let's get those cards. Let's get those it's cards. It's pissing me off seeing everybody with it. You probably got it with the fucking Joker on Boneyard. So. I know, for real. Yeah, Because none of them is. were ever good. I yeah. always get way better scores than them, so it pisses me I off. I know, dude. I feel like so many people probably use that, like, dumb Joker exploit or whatever. Yeah. On that fucking Boneyard map, so... Anyway. Alright, well, uh, that is gonna be it for the Drop Shot Podcast Episode 6. If you're here live on Twitch, thank you for watching, and we are going to continue the stream. Like I just said, we're gonna get those nukes right the fuck now. If you're listening to this retrospectively make sure you follow the stream twitch.tv slash razanon that is where these episodes are streamed live in the talk shows and podcast section of the website drop me a follow now if you wanted to come watch the next one live viewer interaction it is extremely high and we show twitch chat on the video version of the stream so your comments could be saved in posterity in addition, I post this video on my YouTube channel. Uh, you can find that as well at uh, Razanon on YouTube. I'm also on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok at Razanon. Tanner is on Twitter at T-A-N-N-E-R-R-R-R-5-4. Follow us both there. We appreciate all comments, feedback, concerns. If you tweet us, we will for sure see it. Uh, so thank you all for listening. Once again, rate this podcast on iTunes as my birthday present. Have an excellent day. And as always, remember, stay humble. Sports Social Podcast Network. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity. And the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. 
The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.